everyone. This is Savannah McIntosh, your host for the Event Buzz podcast presented by Purple Pass, a show connecting event professionals around the world by sharing real life experiences, tips, and planning advice. Philly McKinnon is an event expert of 20 plus years who recently set up a new event and party planning business, Sugar and Rind. Her goal is to make throwing parties ridiculously easy for anyone and everyone involved. The website even has a build your party tool to order everything you need in one sitting. That's wild, right? Today, she will be sharing her inspiration behind starting a party planning business and advice for other planners out there. Hi, Billy. Thanks for coming on to the show. How are you doing today? I'm good. Thanks for having me. Yeah. So I, I went ahead and introduced you briefly um, starting the episode but I still want to learn more about your event experience, who you are, and kind of the inspiration behind your new party planning business. Sure, sure. So I've been in the events industry for about 25 years now. Um, I started in sponsorship sales, really. So selling packaging up and selling sports rights. Um, and then over the years, I've worked in all sorts of venues like Wembley Stadium. And, uh, you know, I worked in horse racing for a while and always just selling, managing and running events and partnerships, basically. So um, when the pandemic hit last year, I was working on a contract with The Economist as their head of client services. Mm-hmm. So I I was sort of, as soon as, as soon as the pandemic hit, I was kind of like just the clock was ticking and mm-hmm. people were peeling away. And I was just kind of waiting for that call to say, oh, I'm really sorry, we're not renewing your contract. And then, and then thinking, what the hell am I going to do when that happens? Mm-hmm. Because... Um, you know, no one's going to be having any, any events and I'm just going to be in a massive long line of unemployed people. So for so long, I've been wanting to do my own thing and jump by, but I've got three kids. So, you know, contracts would come along and it's always quite hard to say no because it's money, yeah. you know, we've got a big family. So I just knew I was going to have a dead year and I couldn't face it. I just really wanted to do something positive and exciting and I also figured that there was going to be a lot of pent-up demand following following the pandemic so I came up with this idea to put together Sugar and Ride which is my party planning website where people can just come online and basically shop for a party so it's quite a novel approach really in a way because Mm -hmm. Normally you call a party planner and you say, I want this, this and this, and they go away and they put together a quotation for you and they charge for their time. And, um, you know, you have to be really, really wealthy to, to, to use a party planner normally. So I wanted to create something that was a little bit more cost effective for people who want to have a really nice party at home, but don't want to do it themselves. Mm-hmm. So that was why I decided to do it in a more sort of e-commerce style which is that you can just go on the website and just shop for a bar or a waiter or catering packages or you know silent discos or whatever it is you want I'm trying to I mean I'm a new business so I'm trying to add cool stuff yeah (laughs) 
So, so that was kind of how I got to where I'm at this year. I launched in April. You know, things are really getting starting to get busy now, which is exciting because our regulations have just changed. And it looks like from the 19th of July in the UK, we're going to be able to party properly. Yay. Yes. I actually uh, went through your site and I love it. I don't know. There's something about, you know, shopping, adding to cart. It's nice. (laughs) You can go through and be like, wait, I need this. And the other thing is like, you don't think of some things and then you'll see it on your site and be like, oh wait, yes, we need that. And let's add that. So let's make it really nice. Exactly. And then it's also that thing of knowing what things cost. Mm Mm-hmm. Because yeah, you could spend like you could spend like two hours on the phone to a party planner saying, "Oh, I want this and I want that and I mm-hmm. want this." And then you, you just don't really know how much it's going to cost. Whereas with my site, you can just see immediately what you're in for. So mm-hmm. people don't just add to basket and check out. Obviously, I spend lots of time with them chatting mm-hmm. it through. But what I encourage people to do is put absolutely everything in the basket that they want, and when you know and then strip it back from there um, <laughs> if it's looking like it's too expensive yeah because they got excited <laughs> yeah exactly <laughs> so build build your maximum capacity party and then perhaps if it's looking like it's going over the top and just pair it back a little bit and take it from there but I'm spending lots of time chatting to people before they get to that stage because inevitably there are lots of questions and when did you officially um, launch the business I don't think I asked you so I launched in April. Okay. I started working on it um, at home in November last year, trying to, my husband created the brand actually because he's a creative director and we juggled homeschool and um, and putting the business together. Everybody oh. in the house. <laughs> <laughs> They're all five of us packed in. Um, but it was, it just kept me, it kept me alive really and excited and something to focus on, you know, and trying to turn a negative into a positive yeah, really. Exactly. So, and now it's really fulfilling because I've just started to, you know, get customers on mm-hmm. board. But, you know, my first few customers were friends and, and now I really am starting to find people are using the website and enjoying the experience. And then, you know, they, they don't know me from Adam. So mm-hmm. it's really exciting. That is exciting. Good for you guys. It's a really nice website and going through you guys offer a lot of stuff that I wouldn't have thought about. Thank you. Yeah. I just wanted to learn a little bit more of how, how you got to where you are today. And of course it sounds similar to a lot of people, like, especially because of COVID, you know, you're on a pause Mm. and then you kind of figure out different, a different thing to do to kind of Mm. get through it and you made it work. I love that. And so to jump in, since we have a lot of, um, you know, different planners that listen to our podcast promoters, um, I figured I'd ask you a few questions and kind of pick your brain since you are, you have so, so much experience in the event world. And the first question I think I wanted to ask, especially like if I was going through your website and I'm trying to put together my own party, what are some essentials you would say every party should have? Like the basics, what you need you probably can't get by without, if that makes sense. Sure. So the, well, I always put drink first. (laughs) Yes. My friends would laugh at me saying that. Um, I think you need a great bar and a lovely cocktail. That's, 
I know that when I go to a party, if there's a bar and there's a cocktail and there's mm-hmm. a, you know, a barman or we have these fantastic flair bartenders and mixologists actually as part of our service who are just making a big thing about the drinks and the very the very fact of being able to walk up to a bar and get a drink, you know, a proper bar and mm-hmm. get a drink without paying for it, surrounded by your friends. It's just such a luxury. So I always try to encourage my customers to think about, you know, the drink service and how that's going to be and where it's going to be and how it's going to look. And then, you know, food's really, food's really, some people are find that food's really important and that they really want to serve amazing food. That's probably for those that have got a few more quid, you know, that are more wealthy. Mm-hmm. Whereas others will be happy with sharing platters that are put on the side. And and they're still gorgeous, our sharing platters. We have sushi and we have meze. I saw those. They looked really cool. They're still absolutely delicious mm-hmm. in their premium quality. But they're something that you don't need a chef in the kitchen for them. You can have them delivered on the day and then you just need to make sure that you arrange them nicely. Um but if you're really into your food, then our chef service is great because they come and they cook in your kitchen or in your venue and they, and they make it seem really, you know, really posh, basically. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> I so food thinking. and drink first. Yeah. Um, and then, and then I think that some, one thing that people often forget is decoration, you know? And if you have created a vibe with, say, some lanterns or some bunting or some festoon lights, immediately mm-hmm. people kind of get that feeling as they walk in, like, mm-hmm. oh, look at the garden or look at the house. I've never seen it look like this. It's sparkling. You know, it's twinkling. I love it. You know, so I think those are my three main things. Um, yeah. Yeah, I would agree. And I always think it's fun. Um to kind of personalize your party if you can do like a signature drink, you know? And yeah, exactly. Well, we're mm-hmm. hoping to introduce a sugar and rind cocktail soon. Oh, that's a good idea. Yeah. Yeah, because you always need that one. And that's kind yeah, of... I just need to send a few more customers um, towards my bar service company. <laughs> and then I'm going to be... Once he knows I'm going to feed him lots of business, I'm going to annoy him and say, okay, <sighs> what's that sugar and rind cocktail? Exactly. And going through your website, you have also an option, again, something like, I'm like, wow, this is great. What I'm thinking of is to select your staff. You know, you can basically pick the people you want to attend and help out at your event, which is awesome. And so when it comes to staff, I wanted to ask as well, um, like the different roles and jobs, if we, if someone was also at a minimum, or maybe people just don't think about it, like the essential people they might want at their party to kind of get by and help out? So essentially I recommend, you know, one member of staff for every 20 people that you have at your party. Okay. So that you don't have to run around pouring drinks. Yeah. Um, If you have one of our, you know, if if you have one of the chef's packages, then we, that comes included the, the, the food staff. But I think really, you know, I, I would say, you know, a waiter, if you're having a bar, get a bartender behind it, you know, and, and a waiter for every 20 people that you have at the party. Yeah. And this is a personal question. I was thinking about it. A lot of people, um, 
here like use day of coordinators do you think those are necessary for parties i don't know if you what, offer that. what? they use what sorry oh we might call it differently um we call them day of coordinators it might just be a coordinator for oh the okay event. yeah yeah so you mean yeah we call them you mean like an event manager yeah okay yeah so that's a really interesting question actually because when i was first putting the business together i was thinking you know, maybe the way to go on this is, you know, we bring the party, you throw it and, and we'll deliver everything uh-huh. and you can, you can put it together. But increasingly I'm finding talking to people that, you know, the people who, who, who have the budget to throw a really nice party mm-hmm. really don't want to bother with the detail at mm-hmm. all. And they tend to be, you know, sometimes they're a little bit older and they're like, we just want you to do it for us. So mm-hmm. we have event. So we have event managers that we send in, basically. Um, yes. sometimes, sometimes that's me. And if I'm not available, it'll be somebody that I work with and can trust. Mm-hmm. Um, and uh, yeah, so absolutely. Yeah, I, I think it's, I think if that's what people want, we provide it. But if they don't, then I very much caveat it with them and say, hey, look, if you're not going to have one, that's totally fine. But just, you know, you just need to be sure that you want to supervise where the bar's going to go and where the yeah. tables and chairs are going to go and that you, you want to cover that. Yes. Yeah, yeah. I think I would think that person would be, at least for me, a top essential. If I if it's in my budget, I would definitely want that person there helping yeah. me out. <laughs> Yeah, yeah. Like in a week on Saturday, I'm going to a guy's house. He's turning 50 and he's ordered all these lovely decorations. He's ordered like festoon lighting and lanterns. And he's just like, I just don't want to put it up. I don't. (laughs) So I I said, well, I'll just come over the day before and And help. Yeah. And make sure that we get it sorted. So, so yeah. I like that. And then also, I'm. I was thinking about it because I saw that you guys also offer like tents outside, mm-hmm. um, which is a nice, again, another thing I wouldn't think about, but for <laughs> venues outside. Probably because you're in Texas. I know, boring. right? <laughs> 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 no, we get, we get bad weather. But um, for venues outside, uh, do you have any tips for when it comes to planning those? Because I know you, there's a lot to think about. People don't, you know, we, we don't just don't think about bad weather. Um, Texas here is wind. We have to deal with wind all the time, and that you know, planning mm. an event outside with wind is not fun. <laughs> yeah, yeah. So, if you have any tips when it comes to preparing for um, an outdoor venue, so I would thoroughly recommend the stretch tent in the certainly in in the UK because it's really versatile. So. What we at the moment, a lot of people are, are planning garden parties, particularly in July. They have been because you can only have 30 people outside. Um, post 19th, you can have as many as you like outside, oh, okay. and you know, people generally don't tend to have enough space in their house to have mm-hmm. everybody inside, and the weather is just very, very unpredictable here. Mm-hmm. So, we, um, I really recommend these beautiful stretch tents, which um, if it's sunny, you can have them open at the side completely. So it just creates a covering in case it rains. And then if it's, if it's windy and really rainy, you can put the sides down and then it's like a proper, you know, it's, it's like a sort of enclosed marquee. So I think that the, that my main supplier is, is, is a company called stretch and tents. and, And we, you know, we, 
always recommend that our customers have those if they can afford them. Mm, okay. Yeah. I thought that was a great idea. And I think honestly, a tent, because even if it's cold outside, I feel like too, if you put down the sides, it would be great insulation. Absolutely. And actually yeah. it's a really good way to throw a party in winter is, is to, you know, if you can't fit everyone in your house, you just have a really lovely heated, heated mm-hmm. stretch tent and then you can light it. And then you basically turn your garden into another room. Yeah. It's pretty cool. And actually in smaller London gardens, it's great because it's like you sort of enclose your garden and you can wrap the tent around, you know, we're about to build a tent around a tree. Um, And then we'll put fairy lights in the tree because it's a huge tree. So a friend of mine is having a party in September and I'm doing it for her. And she was like, oh, no, I've just planted this tree. And and we were like, no, it's fine. We just lift it up a little bit higher and put fairy lights in it and it's going to look beautiful. Oh, okay. I don't think I've ever seen like a stretch one because I know there's, you know, you have just a structure that's already predetermined, but that's really cool that you can kind of, you know, modify how these are. Yes. Yeah. Have to have a site visit first. Always mm-hmm. have a site visit so that we know what we're dealing with and what we're drilling into. And mm-hmm. so on. But yeah, they're pretty cool. And, and our permits thing for, I mean, especially for like out, I mean, if there's smaller parties, I would not think so. But if you do big events, do you... Yeah, so, so the bigger ones need uh, something called a temporary event notice. Uh-huh. So um, but it, you have to, it's, that's really for when you're up above 400 people. Okay. So anything that's 400 and over needs a temporary event notice. That's and what I was You have to let the council know, and I think you have to pay them a little bit of money. Um, oh, okay. Yeah, we don't often get events that are as big as that. Um, okay. Uh, yeah. Yeah, so I was just curious. You- People always forget about permits and and all that stuff because you don't think about it. Mm. Yeah, no, you you need to be careful if you go if you go over that, then you can have the police raining down on you and stuff. It's exactly. quite easy to sort out. That's the thing. Mm-hmm. They'll give you one. You just got to fill in the form. Oh, okay, easy. And then the last thing I did want to ask about, because I'm just honestly curious, you guys also do offer silent discos, like you part, obviously partner with someone that um, sets that up, which is fun. And I've never been to a silent disco. I've always wanted to go. <laughs> I'm just curious. I've always wanted to go and I'm so jealous. What, like, what do you need for a silent disco? Is it just the equipment? And do you have a DJ there or how does that work? Yeah. So silent discos are, uh, like an extraordinary thing. When the first somebody mentioned silent discos to me about three years ago, and I was, I said that sounds so boring. Who wants to stand with some headphones on listening to music? But I hadn't experienced it. And then I went to Glastonbury about two years ago, and I went past this tent, and there must have been about three thousand people in there oh. at silent disco. And I said to my husband, "What are they doing in a silent disco?" And we just stood and watched all these people. There is a DJ. So he's playing music mm-hmm. or she, and, and they're wearing their headphones and dancing around and they can hear it, but you can't hear it, obviously. Mm-hmm. But then every now and then there was sort of 3000 people breaking into song <laughs> and you can't hear the music. And it's, oh so, my God. It's absolutely hilarious to behold. <laughs> yeah. And then what happened was a, a client of mine who's having a party in August said, oh, I really, my wife really wants a silent disco. She thinks they're really funny. 
And I was like, oh, well, we haven't got one of those, but I'm sure we can get one. So what they're doing is they're opening with a DJ for two hours. And then when it's getting later and they're worried about the neighbors. Oh, my gosh. That's so smart. It's a perfect solution. That is the smartest thing I've ever heard. In urban areas. And a lot of our parties are are in urban areas. So you can have a, a pure silent disco where you don't have any, you know, you can do it all the way through the night. Or you can open with two or three hours of, of, of music and the DJ and he brings the equipment. So you've got, you know, your speakers. Yeah. And then when it's getting late, you can flick onto the silent DJ, which then means you can you can carry on for longer without worrying. Mm-hmm. So that yes. is the smartest thing I've ever heard. My, I'm just like, because my sister's getting married and that's exactly it. Like you have to be quiet. It's in like a neighborhood. You have to be quiet at 10. So my right. mind's like a silent. Yeah, definitely. Music off, headphones on. Oh, yes. And I've never been to one. So I really want to go. So maybe I'll suggest that to her today. Dude, they're so funny. They really are. Yeah. yeah. And then so they can just select that through you guys. And the DJ comes with the equipment and you're good to go. Yeah, exactly. So the, yeah, the, I get the headphones from one supplier and they work hand in hand with the DJ agency. So he sends the headphones to him and then the DJ comes with the headphones. Oh, okay. My mind's blown for some reason. I'm like, that is amazing. <laughs> it's so cool. <laughs> yeah, I love that. Awesome. Yeah. And- there's, so, there's so many thing, more things that I want to add as well. Like as I go along, you know. Oh, well, you just started. Like I feel like I'm gonna jump. I'm gonna go visit it um, in a few more months, and it's gonna be. We like, come back in a year. I'm hoping I'll have. Like, it's gonna be all these different small yeah. things you wouldn't think of, and all these all the uh, signature drinks you'll have. <laughs> yeah, I want costume characters and magicians. Oh, yes. Yeah. You yeah. Like, you know, you can pay kind of actors, and they come in funny costumes and stand at the door or walk around entertaining people. Um, yeah. And I want magicians as well. And I'm actually talking to a band at the moment about, they're like a, a, a kind of ensemble of musicians. Mm-hmm. And we're talking about having a bespoke sugar and rind band, <laughs> which I'm ridiculously excited yeah. about. And then you have everything you need and you don't have to go to any other websites. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> That's a brilliant part of it. Yeah, that's the, that's the, that's the plan. Yeah, I love that. Well, that's awesome. I'm so, I love your story and, and learning about, you know, Sugar and Ryan, everything you guys are doing. It's cool. And it's, it's a brilliant idea because oh, you sit down in one place. And I mean, before I leave you, is there any other tips you want to put out in, in the world or for first time planners in general? Just, well, I think I did one of the sort of trends that I'm seeing at the moment is that people are moving away from um there's two I've got two top tips cool. people are moving away from a and some people may, may still want this but a lot of people are moving away from that formal dining experience so it makes for a really lovely relaxed party if mm-hmm. you create lots of different seating areas and they might be stools or they might be low table, um, low chairs or, you know, just little kind of seating areas rather than people having to sit and eat in one place for a long fixed period of time. Um, I think that that's quite a fun, nice way to go at a party. Um, and then my other top tip really is just making sure that you get the number of guests that you have in relation to the space of your venue 
is is right. So, for example, if you've got a really massive house, you need to make sure you're going to fill it up, yeah. you know, or put them all in one room so that it feels full, because it's better to be too crowded than it is to be too empty. And even if it feels a bit too crowded at the beginning, people will peel away, and then and then the numbers about right because. The worst kind of party is where you've got a really big room and you haven't got enough people in it. Yes, that's a good point. Yeah, you don't want a big uh, area, then you have like ten people. Yeah, you just that that is absolutely key to a to a buzzing party is the size of your room in relation to the number of guests that you have. And did you do you guys also like um, are people able to rent out furniture with you guys too? Like yeah, we have a furniture section. Of course, of course. yeah, <laughs> we do. So we've got That's pretty much everything there. Um, yeah, and I'm going to build a bar of my own soon as well. My bars are really bad. Yeah. Um, I want to do a little. I want to have a little one, and I'm going to keep it in my house. <laughs> <laughs> yes, yeah, quick, a quick and easy bar. Uh-huh. So people are obviously they're renting it and then they give it back when they're done, right? Exactly. Yeah. I like that because that's event sustainability. You know what I mean? You're selling things over and over again. Yeah, exactly. Exactly. That's a great idea. Well, thank you so much. Um, I didn't want to take up too much of your time because I know it's a little bit later there, but um, this has been amazing. And I, I love learning about your business and I just think it's a great idea. Oh, thank you so much for giving me the time. It's much appreciated.